0: To when a gay girl meets a trans girl. I'm Holly, the gay girl.
1: And I'm Brooklyn, the trans girl. How are you all today? How are you doing, Holly?
0: I'm good.
1: What have um, you been up to? You started school, right?
0: Yeah, and I didn't know I have another math class. I'm not excited for that.
1: Ew, math.
0: It's finance. And then I have... A strategic management class, which sounds kind of cutthroat, because the whole point of it is to, like, get rid of other competitions, so I'm kind of like, uh...
1: Ew. A strategic cutthroat class. That sounds very... kind of painful.
0: Yeah. And then I've got an Excel class, which I've already taken one before, but this one's a little bit more in-depth, so I'm excited for that. And then I have, I don't remember, I have more classes.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, at least you're doing something, and you graduate later this year. I am working my butt off. We are doing some resets at work, and the company I work for, um, I don't feel like they know like what it takes to do these resets, because I don't feel like we are given enough time or enough manpower to do them, but... I've been putting in a lot of six a.m.s and staying till five o'clock, so it's been kind of, kind of a crappy few days here. But we'll get through it. My wife is making faces like she's constipated right now. I'm I'm trying to
0: open my soda bottle without it making the noise, (laughs) but since everyone's aware,
1: (laughs) I didn't hear a a noise. What kind of soda do you like to drink? And I, we, again, no sponsors here. But what kind of what kind of soda do you like to drink? <sighs> Was that refreshing? Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: Right now, I'm drinking a diet poopsie. I like red Mountain Dew, but I don't like all the sugar, so I don't really drink them that often.
1: They used to have a diet um, code red I many know. years ago. Do you remember that? Yeah. And it's not something they make anymore, anymore. Or at least, you can't find it.
0: Pepsi Blue was my all-time favorite soda. My mom would get me that one for Christmas and my birthday. I still have a label around here somewhere.
1: Pepsi Blue? That I don't was not remember my... that one.
0: It was out... Early 2000s, late 90s. It was like the best soda ever. They only have it in Japan. I love that soda.
1: Do they still have it in Japan?
0: Um, last time I checked, they do, but it, it's been like a year or two since i so looked.
1: If you're a fan and you're in Japan, send us a bottle of this Pepsi Blue, and I will be happy to try it for the first time over the air here. So send us a send us a bottle of this, if this is something you guys have.
0: We don't have a PO box for people to send stuff to.
1: We can get a PO box to send your stuff to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Come. My Um, wife is a little crazy. But my favorite, so one of mine, and I actually haven't had it in years, and I know they've brought it back. It's something straight out of the '80s, easily straight out of the '80s. Was um, um, Crystal Clear Pepsi. Oh, uh, my
0: mom told me about that. It's the clear one, right? It's a
1: clear one, and I don't remember what it tastes like, but I have... A she said m- it
0: tasted like normal Pepsi. It just was clear. Really? That's what she said.
1: They had it a few years back, and I grabbed it, and I um never ended up getting to drink it. Right? I, okay. I left it in my car. <laughs> I, it was probably like three or four years ago they came out with it again, and I was like so excited. And I left it in my car. It actually blew up in my car because it was in the middle of summer. Right. And it got to like 100 degrees outside. And I went back um, a few days later and it was gone. And I asked them about it. And they were like, oh, that was a limited time thing. And I was like, great. I just let a limited time soda spray all over my vehicle. It was kind of sucked.
0: Why did you get an accent?
1: I don't know. I'm spending too much time next to my oaky girl. All over
0: my vehicle.
1: All over my vehicle.
0: I don't even talk like that.
1: She does. She absolutely does. <laughs> but no, that was... Um, I had a memory as a kid. I used to... I saved up, like, all these nickels. And I got on my bike, and I started riding down the street, and I had one of my friends. He was riding the other way, and he was like, Hey, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to the the the, the gas station or whatever. And he was like, What are you doing? What are you getting there? And I was like, I'm going to buy myself a six-pack of... Um, Crystal clear Pepsi. And you have to remember, this is like maybe 1992 or something like that. You're such a little nerd.
0: It's so cute. I
1: know. And (laughs) I drove, I rode my bike down there. I stuck it on the back of my bike. I was proud to get it. I brought it Mm -hmm. back to the neighborhood and I gave like one soda to every one of my friends that were there. And it just happened to be every soda that I had. Minus the one for me, of course. But it was... I remember how excited I was drinking that and the fact that I saved up for it. It was my first real purchase, I think, um, to buy that. So it was really fun. That was a good memory. Yeah. Of the early 90s. And my little wiffy over here, I would have been like 10 years old and she would have been like just... Two. Being born. One or two. <laughs> Since she's 10 years younger than me. Oh, yeah. Well... <sighs> So, my little Oklahoman, what
0: do you have for us today? Um, So, today we're going to talk about IVF, because last time we mentioned it, and it is a lot of, well, par- not a lot, but it is often what a gay couple, well, not like gay guys, because they usually need a surrogate. Um, But maybe they do, well, or some sort of donor, but like lesbian couples and our unique couple situation.
1: So, So tell me real quick, what does IVF stand for?
0: In vitro fertilization.
1: And what exactly is in vitro fertilization?
0: In vitro means like in a tube, I believe, is what in vitro technically... Hold on, I don't remember from my science days. In vitro definition: performed or taking place in a test tube. I'm good.
1: Yeah. So this is what we used <laughs> to call a test tube baby. Yes, in the early '90s. Which is probably an improper, yes, way, a improper derogative term. term.
0: Yes. Um, or if you watched uh, Austin Powers, you remember he was a. Uh, what's his name? Scott. Scott was a test tube baby of Doctor Evil. <laughs>
1: I don't remember that. I haven't seen. Oh, I, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. Oh,
0: I love those movies. Um. Anyway, so IVF is when they take the male little spermies.
1: Little spermies.
0: And then they take them out. They take them out. And then they take the woman's little eggies. Little eggies. Take them out. They take them out. And then for guys, they can, I, you can either do the cup thing Only or guys. if they're immature, they have to dig them out. Um, but hers, her, hers were snipped off and cut open. To- <laughs> yes. This, was, this has
1: to do with um, when I had my vaginoplasty, they, you know, we went back to last week and we talked about having vaginoplasty. They originally, I was not going to save any sperm. I was done having children. Until the little love of my life came around and she's like, yeah, I want some kids too. And I'm like, okay. She's the one that brought it up first. And so, yeah, they snipped him up and, and might be a little kind of... Chopped him up.
0: <laughs> uh, right there on Google, it says snippets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> might be a little um, hard to listen to this part, but they literally cut snipped the testicles off and they cut them in half. And whipping. they scrape out the yeah, scrape it. inside lining and Ugh. they get whatever sperm is sitting on the inside liner. Line.
0: And they, they fill up like some vials. So like her, remember, she got 10 vials. Yes. Um, but so they take all that and then the guy's part is fully done after that. That's all they have to do. Um, now if they are having fertility problems, I don't know what to do, what they do for all that. I don't know what to tell you on that end of the spectrum. Brooklyn, she just had the immature ones and we just have to hope that they work, but she had enough to get a good amount of vials.
1: And mine were immature because I took estrogen. I actually produced a, I I hate to say a handful of children, but I did. It was almost, it was four children. I produced four kids. Um... In a prior marriage, and they're all with another, have another mother. Um, but yeah, no, I... My sperm were only immature because of the fact that I took estrogen, and I feel like it was kind of lucky that I got what I got, and I think it was because I got off of estrogen for a solid... What was that, about six months that I was off of it?
0: Yeah, it was a while.
1: Six to eight months I was off of the estrogen. And that's kind of why I think I actually had as much as I did. Because typically I don't think a transgender or transsexual person would have that much just on estrogen.
0: Yeah. Um... Where were we? Um... Oh, yeah, so the guy part of the spectrum. Um, so that's Brooklyn's part of it. So, again, just like we talked about last time, you may or may not be able to get them back. There's not enough studies to say either way. There's... Don't know what hormones or anything you could recommend taking. Like, you will just need to go talk to an endocrinologist.
1: You know... Actually, I remember when we were discussing having children, they said that if we were really interested and we had the time, they would put me on more a higher dose of testosterone. Yeah. And that was something I personally refused to do because having a higher dose would make me go through male puberty again, which could be different than the first time I went through. I could have a hair and weird areas you know we kind of discussed how that started to happen um just being off of test or off of estrogen um and so that was something i was not willing to do i just wanted it to happen on its own if it was to happen so there is hope out there i think
0: yeah forgot about that part yeah um so you get them both out and then before that part For the girl part, it is more involved. So, what I had to do... Now, keep in mind, I'm under 35. Once you get to 35 and up, they have you do more stuff. So, I don't know what to tell you on all of that. I think it's just going to be increased dosage amounts. But, usually have lower eggs and stuff. And, it's harder to get them at that age. Um... But so I had to my god, I had to do a lot of blood tests, a lot of sonograms. Um and then they got me onto vitamin D. Um, they got me onto um synthroid it's for your thyroid. I have a good healthy thyroid, they said, but they want it in like quote Goldilocks zone. They want it to be just right. So I had to get on thyroid medicine to raise it a little bit more. And so when you get on that, they keep testing your blood. And then they'll finally get you right at a good amount. And then you have to take that all the way from the IVF time through the first, like, I think through the whole pregnancy. They want you to take it. And the vitamin D. Um, and then... They track your period, of course, and then let's see. Uh, you tell them when you're ready to start, and then you need to make sure you have tons of money saved up. Online could vit- differ, but you want to have probably at least twenty five thousand dollars.
1: Definitely, twenty five is probably a minimum.
0: Twenty five is going to pretty much get you through it. Like the most expensive part well was the 13 grand to pay for all of it but you're paying for all of the appointments you're not doing copays or anything which is pretty nice and then the other really big expensive part which go to fertilitysavings.com and see if you qualify for it it's a coupon that on any of the medicine that your my insurance didn't cover any of it it will pay 50% of and this medicine gets stupid expensive
1: oh yes it's ridiculous
0: Right before they do the egg retrieval, they have you take shots for, like, what was it? Like, two weeks I was doing them?
1: A solid two weeks, and it was... Was that the one we were doing twice a day? (sighs) Oh, God. Or, no, we had two different types of shots. No, yeah, it's like a month
0: worth of shots, and you do them for, like... Ugh. It was not fun. You have to do it either in your tummy, which is preferred, or you can do your upper thigh. The... The Gonal she was F, pretty
1: scared of... I'm terrified having, of needles. Yeah, she's scared of needles. So this was kind of painful for her just to know that this was going to happen.
0: The Gonal F wasn't bad. It was when they were getting closer to the egg retrieval. There was another shot and it really, it hurt. I did not like that one at all. It felt like like a really, really bad bruise and someone's pushing on it like the whole time for like an hour or two. The gonol F. Where did we F, do the
1: shot on that one? Where was that one at? I kept doing my
0: upper thigh because I felt it less. I don't have a lot of fat in my tummy, and you're supposed to like get as much fat to make it not hurt. She so. is a very
1: thin girl, so yeah, that made it a lot harder. Yeah, try to um, find the meaty
0: areas to make the, it not hurt.
1: The gonol F. That was was that the one that had the bigger needle?
0: No, it was the one after the gonol F. Which I don't. I have the document somewhere in the house, but so
1: the gonol F was the one where you take the needle and you actually screw it onto the end of the well the there's, medicine
0: there's different types of that though it's just the one type that we got because there's other ones where you have to actually siphon it out yourself ours was just like a pen that you put how much you wanted to put in and it, it was like a lot a like an epi pen is yeah. kind of what
1: it was if you can imagine what an epi pen is like the the needle that's probably three quarters of an inch long and you just ah. pop the top off you stick it in and you push down the little trigger and you hear it snap and then it just kind of like circles down from whatever dosage you got so you actually see a little window that shows you the dosage and it scrolls down to zero and that shows that all the medicine has been dispensed and then when you release it goes back up
0: so this is now we had the generic medicines and they are still expensive. They, the one shot I was talking about, which there's luteal lupron, which is the first medication a woman starts about 21 days into her cycle. And these medications, the stone, gonalef, menopore, whatever, they're making your ovaries really, really big so they can get your, um, your eggs out. And I don't remember why they were wanting to make them really big. I think it was just to get that let the eggs grow as big and healthy as they could.
1: Yes, because you but, actually so they wanted your eggs to grow as huge as possible, and then you were also taking a medication, and I think that was a second shot that the second one was from yeah. ovulating yeah because they wanted them to stick around and stay as long as possible yeah
0: and so they said that it was going to feel like a really bad period. I don't usually get cramps. But I did get cramps during this time, and they weren't, like, horrible every now and then. I'd kind of, like, kneel a little bit and be like, ow. But (laughs) the worst part of it was that second round of injections, the one that was making you keep it in, because then you get a third shot, which is the trigger shot, which is going to make everything come pouring out of you, or be ready. It lets your ovaries release all the eggs. Um. So the shots were not fun. You were doing the shots like twice a day. And you can either do it or if you're scared of needles, you can have your partner do it. Brooklyn did most of them, but there were a few times I had to do it. And I had to go all like pretend I was dying and saving myself. like -ah!"
1: (laughs) You know, and it was scary for me, too, because I am also scared of needles. So the very first time we went to go put the first needle in her ever, I remember sitting there (laughs) freezing up every time. I had the needle and I get close to And her I skin. had
0: tears in my eyes and I was like, just dare it.
1: I was like, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying. I was like, I promise. Oh. And I got down close. I was like, I can't do it. And she's like, do it. Do it. <laughs> I was like, no, I can't. That she's like so Do it. <laughs> little devil voice was coming out of her. She's like, God. just do it.
0: I had to have a like <laughs> a little stuffy with me and I kept biting it.
1: I did, uh, after the first time, I was kind of like, oh, that's not bad. You just, you know, shove a needle into her.
0: But the second one, like, the first needle goes in and glides. The second one, like, sticks. It does not want to go in because the needle is thicker. It did not want to go in my skin. Every single time I felt it, like, pop as it went in. Oh, you're talking about the second medication. Yes. And it did not want to come out. It kept gripping my skin
1: the needle was just a lot bigger yeah. and i remember like sticking it down into your skin yes and i remember it hitting your it had to have been your muscle tissue <sighs> and it got to a point where i was like oh my god it's not And you not feel the little anymore. snap yeah you do you like you push a little bit harder it. and then all of a sudden just snap and you could feel it inside in your hand yeah you could feel the snap yeah and you're like Ew.
0: and those are that one is the one that i had to do by myself a few times because i had to go up to kansas city for some more blood tests and sonograms and brooklyn couldn't go she was stuck at work so and we had to wait i had to be up at like three four in the morning to get there at like seven for my test so right when i got there because you have to do the shots within a certain window like six to ten a.m Very, very specific times they tell you to do. So I'd be sitting there in the bathroom, scared and just like movie scene. It was not fun. But anyway, so you keep doing the shots. You're getting your ovaries really big. And then you're making them stay. Then you do the trigger shot the day before you get the eggs out. And then you go and you do... I went and did my eggs. And so... That is treated like an actual surgery. They said it is a surgery. It's just not... People don't think it is. But it really is. Like, you have to recover from it. And, and this
1: day was on Black Friday of 2022.
0: Yeah. But that was kind of nice because there was no traffic there. It was actually very nice. Um, And it was empty there. It was crazy. It was like a ghost town. Um, But my mom took me because you're not allowed to drive. Because they pretty much put you to sleep. It's not putting you to sleep, they said. But it... I. It definitely put me to sleep.
1: And I worked retail, so... That was the worst day they could have scheduled that for me. Yeah. Um, but... But I didn't get to go to that, so her mom did come up from Oklahoma and stayed with us um, for Thanksgiving. She was there for with us for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which was nice. Um,
0: so you can't eat or drink before it, and so it... God, it sucked. It was like 3 in the morning, and... I drove us there to get my mom a break since she would had to drive me back. Um, no. Did she drive us? She might have driven us both ways. No, I drove us out there. But you can't drink anything, so I couldn't have any caffeine. Couldn't have my morning poopsie. And then I wasn't allowed to take my back pill. which I have a broken back, and I'm always in constant pain. So I, have, I take pain medicine. Um... But, and I couldn't eat, so it was just mouth dry. I swished around water in my mouth. It wasn't awful. It just wasn't fun to go on a three-hour drive and have to deal with all that. I would have much rather to have just slept and woke up, like, right before it and go over there. But it wasn't horrible. You kind of, after I swished some water in my mouth, it kind of rejuvenated me. Anyway. You, you
1: talked about that with the medication. Um, every time you had an injection you tasted the medication.
0: Oh yeah, the Gonol F. It was the weirdest thing. So the Gonol F smells like Band-Aids, and then you taste it, and I Googled it, and yes, some subcutaneous, shots you actually taste like some people taste their diabetes
1: ones isn't that weird it was very
0: weird and you cannot get rid of the taste like i kept buying candy and i'm not a big candy person but i kept eating candy after it trying to taste something else because it stays in your mouth for like 40 minutes (laughs) it's very weird and goodness (laughs) crazy it was so weird um okay so the eggs so you get there they have you put on the gown and they talk to you I had a really nice... I had an all-female team, which I really loved having that. My main doctor is a male, um, but I've only had one Zoom meeting with him. I really have not done anything with him. He's the one just making all my plans. Even when they do the insemination, it's going to be another female. So, I don't get it, but I kind of like having... I felt very supported because I was scared waiting for them to put me under and you go into like this crazy room with like it's got the bed and like the stirrups to put your legs in and these huge machines and i'm like oh my god what are we doing (laughs) um so i was kind of nervous and
1: i can only imagine
0: it was all girls so you felt kind of that unity it felt very nice and the one was super sweet she was like getting ready to put me under and she was rubbing my tummy and she's like it's gonna be okay and i was like thank you and then the doctor, she was super nice, too. Like, they were all very sweet and very supportive. Um, but eventually I fell asleep. And then they, I was back in the room. And they woke me up. I didn't want to wake up. And then I woke up. And then I was fine. And I drove back and everything. Back home. Three hours. You're not supposed to do anything for... Oh, I forgot. So I was light duty for... Like a few days after this, but you're also light duty for like two weeks before they take out your eggs because your ovaries get so big. It's kind of like imagine a tether ball around a pole. Your ovary can swing over and get tied up, and it can actually be very dangerous, like life threatening. So you have to, like, you can't even really jog, you can't do anything strenuous. They were. Very serious about that, which I hated because I like to be active.
1: She's a workaholic. She likes to work out and run and... roll blade. Do everything she can to be fit.
0: Um, yeah. But, so, after the procedure, it actually hurt quite a bit. And she said, the doctor did warn me. She was like, I know this doesn't seem like a surgery, but it is a surgery. We are gonna, unfortunately, scrape you quite a bit in there trying to get the eggs out. And she said, of course, the needle is sharp. So, there are a bunch of cuts in there. And she said that there's going to be quite a bit of blood. Not like a lot, obviously. But she said inside's going to be some internal bleeding from it. And she said to take Miralax or else you will get severely constipated. I didn't know that I was supposed to take it as long as that. And I did get severely constipated. It was scary. I don't want to go into that conversation, (laughs) though.
1: (laughs) So, listen to the doctor. We ended up in the hospital.
0: We ended up in the hospital because I had a severe pain like two days before and just because I had just had that procedure I was really scared that there was like I, I went to the emergency room for the first time in my life when I felt that pain and I've broken plenty of bones and all kinds of stuff never like did that before I really thought I was like my co-worker said my face went white and she was scared I was about to like pass out or die or something.
1: I was getting ready for work, and I got a phone call from uh, a coworker. And the weird thing was that, you know, normally she'll call me randomly throughout the day if she's not busy. And I got a phone call from Holly, and I picked it up. I was like, hey, and it was her coworker. And she's like, hey, you need to come down and get Holly right now. I think she needs to go to the emergency room. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? And they were like – she is white. She is sitting on the ground. She is like leaned over in pain. And I was like, Does she want to? Could you call 911? And she's like, She does not want 911. And I was like, That girl is stubborn as a horse. <laughs> I was like, Okay, fine. I will. I, I just got out of the shower. I'm going to throw some clothes on. I'm going to head out in like two minutes.
0: But then at some point while I was waiting on her, it felt like an eternity and the pain was getting worse. So I said, go ahead and call the paramedics because I feel like I'm about to pass out. And then they got there and then the pain started going in waves. So I made the decision to not go with paramedics and let Brooklyn take me during a down wave.
1: Yes. Well, I got there and when I pulled in, I was blown (laughs) away because there was was an ambulance sitting outside this place and she works for... um, the air security force. forces yeah she's in the air force i'm er- technically
0: a law enforcement officer
1: she's not in the air force but yeah she works for. civilian them. yeah i ain't work for um, the she's folks. a former marine if you guys all didn't know that by now um but
0: former marine is not proper by the way it is marine Once she a marine, is a marine,
1: marine she is just not in the service does not. that sound better yes okay there we go. But she does work for the Air Force. But I pulled up to the base, which is obviously the Air Force, and they've got an ambulance out there. They've got a fire truck out there. They've got other emergency vehicles out there, like this truck that had like lights all over it. All these lights are going. And I'm like, I, my heart starts pounding. I'm like, oh, my God, my wife has died. And I got out real quick, and I ran in there, and they're like, I walk in and I'm sitting there like frantic looking around. And they're like, can I help you? And I was like, where's (laughs) where's Holly? It was
0: Megan, (laughs) my co-worker, who's just up there like, hey.
1: No, it actually was not Megan. It was a guy. It It was a guy. He was just sitting there like, can I help you? And I was like, (laughs) yes, my wife. Something's going on with her. And then the girls over there, she goes, run to the back. She's back in And I'm like, oh, crap. And I go running through the door and you're laying on the ground. And there's all these, mili- these military guys around you and ran in there. I leaned over and I was like, are you, are you okay? I was like, is everything okay? And they were all sitting there asking me questions about you because you were not talking too much.
0: I was about to pass out. Like, my head was not thinking. I was in so much pain, and I felt my conscience, like, waving in and out. I yeah. really was, like, about to go smack down on the ground.
1: And I had uh, just some of your co... You're one of your coworkers. Um, I don't know if you want to name her name, but no. she... Um...
0: They still never figured out what was wrong with me, though. They took... I went to the emergency room. They gave me that... And... Finna-
1: we went to the emergency room twice It wasn't in a week.
0: heartburn, though. It was this weird feeling. Like, it was not like anything I've ever felt. I'm wondering if it was, like, a mini heart attack or something. It was weird.
1: I don't think it was a heart attack. I think you were just having a, a acid reflux thing because you were I've just...
0: had acid reflux before, though.
1: I don't know. I mean, you think they would have detected something. They did blood work on you. And they... I don't think it was a heart attack. You I heard... still
0: think it has something to do with that procedure, though. Maybe. But they ended up giving me like the strong painkiller. It was stronger, like an injection. It was stronger than morphine, apparently. And it made it all go away. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Ugh. Because I was like curled up in a ball, like crying on the bed. And they gave me like, some other medicines. And then I felt better after that.
1: For a few days.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing. I don't know. Like, it was a whammy of a procedure. It's anyway we digress um so do do exactly what the doctor says i did not know i was supposed to do the miralax thing like every day for like weeks after i thought it was like just a week but she said because the blood makes your stool dry up you can get constipated so listen to them um But I was going regularly. I don't really know how on earth that happened. But I will never make that mistake again. But they got my eggs out and it really, it hurt worse than period cramps. And they said it was going to. And I don't know how to describe it. Like, I kind of imagined it like the feeling of a guy getting kicked in like the groin area. Like the pain was just concentrated right there.
1: Uh... I mean, it, it, being kicked in the groin it is a con- like a concentrated pain. Yeah,
0: because I saw a video earlier where they have a simulator now for girls to feel what it feels like to get kicked in the groin like a guy. <laughs> it was funny.
1: I don't imagine that they... I, I, I can't imagine that. I don't know how that's possible.
0: It's just like how guys do the little sticky things and to feel what contractions feel like. It's the same thing, but they put it in the area that... Yeah... But it was funny because the girls would drop down, like, on the floor just like a guy would. <laughs> and I,
1: I want to see you do that now.
0: I mean, I want to try it because I always feel bad because, like, I don't know why you guys laugh at each other when you kick each other there, but.
1: I don't know any guy that has ever laughed at being kicked at. I
0: always, no, the, not the one being kicked at. The ones that saw him get kicked usually laugh.
1: I don't, I, I don't know. Anyway. That's, that's odd. Um, you digress.
0: But don't let anything sit. Like, you're going to want heating pads. I kept having, like, Brooklyn's hands are naturally warm. Like, I kept putting my hands down on, like, kind of where you imagine your ovaries, kind of sitting, like, near the pelvic bones, sort of ish. And then Brooklyn would put her hot hands there and kept bringing me a heating pad. God, the heating pad felt great. But the pug, um, I let Jay, or I told Tatum, like, I can't really have you sit in my lap right now because it really hurts. And then, we were keeping the pug off of me, but then somehow, he got up with his little ninja foot, and he always magically hits for the groin area. And he hit me right there, and they all heard me yell. (laughs) It hurt so bad. Um, But, now we're on to the part, it's about a month, almost two months later. Um...
1: So what happens in that two months? What is going on? They
0: took my eggs out and you pretty much get like a week to kind of like chill. And then you get on the birth control again. I hate the birth control. It makes me bloated. Um, And then they have you get off of it. And then you tell them when you're bleeding. And they give a prospective transfer date. And during that time, you take estradiol. Because they want your estrogen to raise. Because they need your uterine lining to get to about a 7. They need it really thick. And you have to take the estrogen through 10 weeks of pregnancy. So you don't quit it once you are inseminated. You do it the whole time. And estrogen kind of sucks. It's good for your muscles and your bones. But it kind of sucks because you're raising that hormone. And I've been getting a lot of hot flashes. I haven't gotten bad pu- pu- or what is it acne yet but i'm getting hot flashes and i feel
1: she's constantly like it's so hot in here and i'm like it feels fine it's 71 degrees and she's like burning up open the windows i'm like okay yeah (laughs) her face does get red which it, it shows that she's having these little hot flashes yeah which is interesting
0: yeah it is i mean i kind of like it because i'm not like freezing cold finally because i'm always usually cold
1: it's because she's got no fat on her body she is skinny
0: um but so after that which they just tested me again and they were testing to i did another sonogram so they could you look at my uterine lining accidentally started the pills later because i didn't know it was on the calendar so it got pushed to february but um
1: so February 6th is the, the insemination date. If
0: everything goes right. If it is all okay. They have to check my uterine lining again. And then they also check my progesterone. Which I had to buy that. Because you have to do progesterone injections before the transfer. And I don't know why they have you do that. But that is a shot. And supposedly you have to do it 10 weeks through your pregnancy as well. So you're not done with the shots yet. And then if you do get pregnant then you once you are pregnant you are done with them they'll have you go back like two days later just to tell you yes you're pregnant and if you are you'll be done with them and you go to a normal OBGYN. and um uh, yep and that's it that's it so far so we'll let you know what our future holds with that hopefully it's good news We will share baby names once we find out we are pregnant. We don't want to do it now because...
1: We might wait until the second trimester to really talk about baby names. There's just... Especially with IVF, there's a lot that can go wrong, especially in the first trimester. Yeah,
0: you can definitely not. It's not a... It's more mentally draining on you. Like, the physical stuff sucks, But it's the mental stuff. Because it's so expensive. You can't really try, try, try. But it's better than nothing.
1: You know, the weird thing is. is Something that's always kind of got to me. You know, they removed the sperm. And they removed the eggs. um, Last year. Right? Mm -hmm. So, the babies were essentially conceived in 2022.
0: Yeah, we have four babies,
1: technically. Technically, yes.
0: Four out of the 15 made it, which is actually a really good number.
1: And we're just hoping that all of them survive the defrost. And then once that happens, we start inserting and see what happens.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. So they got 15 eggs out of me, which is average for a woman my age. And then they try to inseminate them. Seven eggs made it. Seven were inseminated but only four actually survived enough to be to grow into embryos so those numbers dwindle down quickly but four is a good number and then we have to hope that they thaw out because sometimes they don't thaw out well and then it dwindles your numbers even more
1: and then at that we only really have about one more chance
0: yeah
1: to do everything
0: Yeah. Um, And we will include a hyperlink to that fertility savings site for you guys in case anyone is interested. It's been a lifesaver. It saves like 50%. So that $4,000. And that's if everything goes right. If you were off at all and they need you to continue that medicine, it gets expensive quick. I had to get an extra one. It was another $2,000 down the drain. Like...
1: And, and I have a photo of Holly right after she came out of surgery from having her eggs removed. I can put that on the website if you're interested. Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Um, but yeah, there we are. That's IVF for you. That's kind of where we at in the yeah. in the process. And
0: you save about thirteen thousand for the whole procedure, all the testing, everything's included. And then you need to save about another ten grand for all of that medicine but use the coupon like if your insurance doesn't cover it try to qualify like just try we did they apparently approve veterans a lot so and then if you don't make a certain amount of money like they are very helpful like i can't believe they cover 50 percent of all the ivf stuff
1: oh yeah yeah it was awesome so that's everything about IVF. d you... ivf if I can say it right, everything about IVF. Do If you have any questions, you're welcome to ask us. You're welcome to get on Facebook and leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you if you're going through IVF. Whether or not you even belong to the community, um, you know, IVF is for everyone, of course. Um, but there's probably a lot of people that find us um, on this podcast that are not part of the lgbtq community which is fine you can find us on facebook um we'd love to you'll never find me answer any questions you got (laughs) Um, you can't see me but anyway do you have a a gay gaming game
0: (sighs) well i had one but honestly i haven't played it too much i was reading through some stuff and i saw that um Fire Emblem, which I know, sorry, I've only played two Fire Emblem games and I didn't even beat them yet. They're good. It's just, I don't know, hasn't fully gotten me into it yet. But there's a new one that's going to be coming out and supposedly you can get married in it and there are rumors that there will be gay marriage.
1: Oh, that's always a positive thing.
0: It's a big thing for Nintendo. But I don't know. A lot of people were saying it's a big thing for Nintendo to do that. I'm like, Nintendo's got a handful of games where you can be gay. I don't know. I mean, they've got, they have some very inappropriate games too. And you're very, very gay.
1: (laughs) What, What do you mean?
0: Like naked manner doing stuff. Which, by the way, that stuff is in the Nintendo Shop. It's got pictures. It straight up says Hinte and other things. The Okai, whatever. I, if you don't have a good rating for your child Switch, just know that they can very easily see that stuff. Um, but yeah, there are some gay ones on there. Um, but of course Stardew Valley's on there, and you can be gay. Um, Tim Tim's on there, so there's a whole bunch of games where you can be gay on there. Um, and another one I wanted to give a little shout out to was now um, was Red Faction Two, and that was a game that me and my sister absolutely loved when we were little. And I always was this butchy lesbian looking girl. She had short in her red- life.
1: You. <sighs> uh.
0: She had short red hair. She was kind of masculine in the campaign of the game. That
1: sounds like you. So short they- red hair.
0: They never said which way she leaned, but by how she acted and how she looked. Yes, she could have probably looked that way because she's in their little military. But I don't know. I just got a good sense that maybe she was of the lesbian variety. But I loved playing as her because every time my sister and I would just keep jump. There's a space level and you can jump off into space (laughs) and she would always be like, oh, and I'm going to say a different word but she'd say the bad word she'd be like oh shoot and so me and my sister would just play as her and keep jumping off and killing ourselves to hear her say it because we're were like she's saying the bad word
1: you were allowed (laughs) to play a game that had bad words like that
0: yeah me and my sister were very responsive I mean you know how I am I still don't like vulgar stuff like I don't like vulgar humor I think it's a very low level of humor to me but my mom would let us play Grand Theft Auto, and I very succinctly remember the car was bouncing, and my mom was watching it, because she liked watching the game. She watched me beat that whole thing, Grand Theft Auto 3. Um, she even helped me figure out stuff. Um, but the car started bouncing, because I, this one lady wanted a ride with me, and I let her in my car, and I was like, where is she going to want to go? Is this like a mission? And it was a hooker, and the car was bouncing for other reasons and i wow. my mom was like wow my mom was like oh my god and i was like what mama and she's like never mind she's like don't pick her up anymore and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> and now i get why oh
1: that's hilarious but i was also
0: very naive
1: can you imagine a little holly what mama what's going on yeah a <laughs> little oklahoman girl yeah
0: but as i said we both were We were responsible, like we didn't go and repeat the words that we heard in the game. So I think that's why she didn't mind us. And uh, I mean, she and my father cuss like no other. So I mean, we we didn't repeat after them. So I don't think she minded your
1: dad cuss.
0: My dad? Yeah. He when he well honestly he's gotten less cussy. Um, it's mo. Well, uh, it's my mom that uses the f word like a comma. So. Yeah. <laughs> She's always fun. Oh God, when she gets in Your the mom's car, hilarious.
1: She'll <laughs> listen to this and she'll be like, "Oh, that's beep. crazy." <laughs>
0: she'll be like, "Part of my French," and say another.
1: one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Your mom's awesome.
0: <laughs> but everybody in her vehicle is a um a ch- a male chicken. The c word. Sucker. Everybody. Anybody that does something wrong while driving, that is her go-to phrase.
1: Mm, Yes. The, is it C-U-N? No. No?
0: No. It's C-O-C-K. Oh!
1: Uh, you said sucker. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, now, I got it. I'm she, a little slow. I mean,
0: you've been in the car with her, right? Yes. 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 That is like yes. anybody that inconveniences her. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh
0: my god. That's hilarious. Um, Oh, but Harry Potter, which actually... I, I want to know how you guys feel about it. Harry Potter comes out February 10th. Um, well, I, what systems does it come out on? Well, I want it for my birthday. Um, I think it's going to be coming out on PC, Xbox. I really kind of want to pre-order it because you get, get a special hippogriff mount. But anyway, the point I was wanting to make with that... Super excited for it because it is going to be an open world RPG... But I know how everybody feels about J.K. Rowling and her transphobia. So I was in a gay forum and a lot of them were saying, like, how dare you support her? I haven't actually looked to see what funding she's getting from that.
1: So this is actually Hogwarts Legacy, is that correct? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, and it
1: looks like it's on most systems, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and 5. Um on the Windows PC on your PC.
0: Is it on Switch too or no? Too strong. Um, it's probably too powerful.
1: I am not seeing it for Switch. Okay. Um But it may be. I I don't know. So and it's fifty nine ninety nine for those of you that are interested and you can find it at Best Buy, you can find it at
0: You can get it online. If you pre order you get that special mount.
1: Yeah, you can find it at Walmart Target. Which um,
0: again, we're not sponsored GameStop. by them. Um, But I want to know how you feel about it. Like, I usually, I don't know, I've kind of become a bit of a hypocrite because I used to not go to Chick-fil-A because of their homophobia in the past. And I didn't want to help give them my money. But now, after being with Brooklyn, she loves Chick-fil-A and I I end up going there.
1: I have always had this idea that We, as people, have the right to our opinion. You know, we are who we are, and I hate saying that because I know that it damages people. I know there's a lot of people out there hurting because of J.K. Rowling's um, opinion and Chick-fil-A's money where they donate. Um,
0: But opinions in those powerful positions can go a long way. They
1: can go a very long way, but that's where we all need to learn to stay strong We all need to say, you know, you have your opinion. What you do is not going to matter in our community. What you say is not going to matter. J.K. Rowling is nothing but an author. What you are saying about me means nothing.
0: But then it could be a chain link effect. Say the people that Chick-fil-A have a whole bunch of money, they could persuade a lawmaker... That's true,
1: and that's a pretty shady thing but that's that's a possibility that's
0: really how the world starts to revolve but that's going really deep into it but it really is i just want to know your opinions or if you know the behind the scenes of that game like what funding she might actually be getting or if they've excluded her like the movies ended up doing
1: (laughs) i don't think she's going to be a whole lot of a part of this. She
0: might have grown, though. She might not be against trans anymore. I
1: think she is. I think, last I heard, she still is. and She hasn't changed her opinion. Well, She doesn't she, care. It's fine.
0: If she ever does, then... Yeah, well, that's good. All right, everybody. Well, we will see you next week. This was more of an in- a formal video. Informational. Inf- oh, my God. Informational pod
1: informational pod aren't all of our podcasts informational in some way
0: yeah yeah Okay. oh the google thingy has winnie the pooh on it i
1: like (laughs) winnie the pooh (laughs) um well again if you guys have any questions give us a shout out at um facebook just find us on there and if you can give us a little thumbs up on there we want to see that people are loving what they're hearing and You know, you're supporting us. You're supporting who we are. Um, We don't really get anything out of this. It's it's kind of us doing what we love, and that's to talk and tell our story. So go find us on Facebook. Um,
0: And we'll post that hyperlink to the fertility savings and my picture of me being zonked out.
1: Yeah. After my
0: little eggies were taken from my body.
1: Little cute Holly. You're going to see a picture of her with little... Um, surgery cap on. I was not cute. Oh, she's cute. She's so cute. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Thank you for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash Girl. And check out our Facebook and Instagram page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you.